Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Coming up on this week's uh, episode of Checking In is someone so near and very dear to me, Dr. Anita Phillips. She is a trauma therapist. She's one of the folks who called me in uh, December of 2018 when for the second time of that year where it felt like my world literally was coming to an end, like really, really, really coming to an end. And it was Dr. Anita Phillips who called me. And I believe that that was one of the phone calls in that time that saved my life. And I'm thankful for her. And you get to hear 
how she is so awesome and how she is out here saving lives through her ministry. Not only is she a licensed trauma therapist, she is a powerhouse minister, y'all. And I love how she merges faith and mental health. She is the one where um, she says prayer is a weapon therapy is strategy. And I personally have known that to be true. So you guys pull up a seat and get ready for my friend, Dr. Anita Phillips. Hey everybody, you know, I count all episodes of Checking It as special because everybody's special, you know, but listen, this is truly, truly, truly um, an extra special podcast for me today because I feel like she could be anywhere else in the world, but she is showing up to be with us today. She is trusted um, with Oprah Winfrey, the Oprah Winfrey Network, um, Woman Evolve. She is a trauma therapist, a minister, a life coach. She has her own podcast called In the Light. But guess what? She's on her way to being a New York Times bestselling author. Please welcome. She's on her way. She is on her way. We can feel it. Please welcome to Checking In, Dr. Anita Phillips. Hey, Michelle, thank you so much for having me again. It's great to see you. It is awesome to see you too. I am truly excited for you. You've made um, a few changes. You and your family, y'all have moved from the East Coast. Y'all are in the South. Y'all, she might be bi-coastal. I don't know. But last I heard, she is living it up now in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. May I add, you and your husband were pastors. And now you've moved to Dallas where you mm-hmm. are um, serving in another capacity. How has all of these changes going? Let me tell you, it's been a lot of change. And not only did we, we were senior pastors for 18 years in Baltimore and then moved to Dallas. And so we're in a completely different space now. My husband is leading um, Bishop Jake's um, enterprise organization and I'm doing my work independently. So suddenly mm. ministry is very different in our lives. Our children are are out on their own in the last two years. They went out. So it's been a lot of change. And I have enjoyed all the changes, but sometimes it's a little overwhelming. Because even when change is good, it still can be challenging. And Mm. I think we need to be more honest about that. It can still have its challenges, even when it's good, even when we're grateful. It can still be Yes. My older sister has three children. Her last baby is now on his way to college. So all of her babies are college students. And she just posted on Facebook, she's feeling empty already Mm. and lonely. And some people are like, girl, this is time for you to have some you time. And she was like, I don't need to hear that right now. I need right. you to help me process what I'm feeling. It's yeah. she, She's basically saying this empty nest syndrome is real. It's very real. It's having a biological effect on her because our nervous system kind of balances itself out with the people that we spend time with. Our bodies really are connected to and aware of who we're spending time with. And so when your body is comfortable in a space with all these other humans, and then suddenly there aren't any, it can feel very jarring. And so it's real. It's not just in our phone quote in our head. It's in your body. It's in your heart. And then it also is in your mind. Well, I don't think I've ever said this to my mom. And that is, mama, I was ready to go. Now, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready too when I went. I was, I was, I was, I 
was ready to go, but I'm not going to lie. Um, I, college started about a week or two before Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that weekend you're not in school. Why was home the first place I went back to? That's a good thing. If that was a safe place for you, you know, then it's like, or a safe person. I miss yes. that. Our, our bodies crave familiarity. So mm. when we have a place that's safe and our body knows that, it asks for it back. That's why when we move, sometimes it takes a month or two to start to feel that comfort, to be able to drive home without thinking about the directions. All of that stuff adds to how we feel safe. We don't even realize it. And so mm. it can take time to feel safe physically and subconsciously in a new space. Come on, Dr. Anita. Listen, she's talking about a safe place and how we can cultivate a safe mm-hmm. place is going to be the question that I ask next. Mm. But- At the same time, a lot of those questions can and will be answered in your amazing new book called The Garden Within, where the war with your emotions ends and your most powerful life that drops on September 18th. I am excited because y'all, yes, I'm a brag. I got the manuscript right here. I'm not going to lie. It's right here. It's right here (laughs) in my iPad. I have pre-read it. And guess what? I ordered, I pre-ordered my copy. Um, You can pre-order the copies now. Dr. Anita Anita Phillips has had an amazing place in my journey beginning in 2018. You guys have heard me say time and time again that prayer is a weapon, therapy is a strategy. And I always say I got it from Dr. Anita Phillips. I am not one that takes people's quotes and not give credit to the person that coined it. And I literally did buy the t-shirt as well. (laughs) Um, The book... The garden within, we want to talk about cultivating safe places, but changes that happen neurologically. Mm -hmm. You talk about the nervous system. um, You talk about the mind. You talk about the amygdala. You talk about so many things, but you also bring the word of God in it at the same time. But can you just share how trauma can sometimes create flowers? Well. We are designed as gardens. That's how the creator made us. And so that's why the Bible begins with this meticulous description of how the garden was created, because what we haven't realized is that there is insight into our biological, emotional, psychological, and spiritual makeup based on the garden. So uh, it was like a blueprint was being laid out in the first six days of creation. And then God made us. We are embodied gardens. And the soil is our heart, our emotional life. And that sits in our bodies. And so we have to think about ourselves that way. And trauma is an earthquake. It shakes the soil. And that can change everything. In the beginning of the book, you share with us um, things about your family and what even inspired you to go into the mental health space. You um, so lovingly and with grace and gentleness, you speak to us about your sister, but you share something that happened at the age of six, that there was a devastating moment that planted the seeds for this very book. Can you share briefly what that moment was? Yes, so that was. But we will buy the book. We will buy the book. (laughs) Yes, you will. Uh, (laughs) That was the night that I was first awakened by my sister's scream. We were um, close sisters. She was six years older than me. We shared the bedroom. And my sister woke up in the middle of the night just screaming, screaming. And that awakened me. And that was the first time that her symptoms, which would eventually um, tell us the mental illness that she had, 
came to, to light and she was seeing demons standing in our bedroom door. And of course, I grew up Church of God in Christ in Pentecostal. So, you know, a demon is in the door. My parents came running for, to the screen. We're going to get the oil. We're going to rebuke this. And, and, and I have no problem with that because the devil is real and demonic activity is an issue. But it is not always the only issue or the central issue or the initiating issue. So I don't say that to say it's not real. The spirit realm is not real because I embrace my faith as, as much as I embrace my profession. But what happened was over time, my sister continued to have those, what we found out were hallucinations and the Mm -hmm. prayer and the rebuking of the enemy was not doing it. So we knew it had to be something distinct because if it was the enemy, if it was the devil, he'd have been cast out of our house. I can tell you that it wouldn't, it wouldn't have stood. And so as time passed, it just um, spiraled. My sister's symptoms got worse. And now this is the early eighties. So we didn't understand mental illness in the early 80s. There was no conversation. My parents weren't being like religious and rejecting it. There, it wasn't on the table in the early 80s. We just didn't know. And she eventually became addicted to drugs. And then that sold decades of her life um, in itself. And so unfortunately, she passed away young, um, late 40s. And even though she, we thank God in the last seven years of her life, she got clean. She had married. She really lived a beautiful life. We rebuilt a lot of our relationship. But I still see untreated mental illness as the cause of my sister's death. She didn't die by suicide, but untreated mental illness stole so much of her physical health and body that her Mm. body finally just broke down because of the drug use, which was a response to the mental illness. So often we're just looking at the addiction, but the addiction is just an infection in a wound. The wound was the untreated mental illness. And so even once the addiction was cleared, it had done so much damage to her body. And the mental illness still needed to be treated. And so I, I don't say, I used to say mental illness killed my sister, but I'm now careful to say untreated mental illness killed my sister because when we get treatment, we can live. Hand raised as someone who understands the importance of treating mental illness. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. 
lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Now, I'm like you as far as in the 80s, well, for me, even being in school in the 90s, I didn't know that there was even a word called depression. Right. We heard of things like AIDS, cancer. I'll even say lupus, only because my aunt had it. Right. It had to happen to somebody you knew. We weren't having all these different health conversations. Like I said, the HIV conversation was huge. You're right. But we didn't know about mental illness. It was huge. Or because even being in middle school, when I can trace back symptoms of depression and anxiety, we even heard about STDs. But when mental illness was talked about, it was called, uh, well, you know, she crazy. Right. You know, he's crazy. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. your your granddaddy was crazy. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, Jay, emotional. They just need to get themselves together. Stop being so emotional. You know, Mm -hmm. that was the blame is that emotions were the problem. That's one of the reasons why I'm talking about emotions so much, because a lot of the stigma that's attached to mental illness really starts with a stigma attached to emotion. Mm. We believe emotions are bad. We believe emotion makes us weak. We believe emotions are something we can we should be controlling in our everyday lives. And so then if someone has depression or anxiety disorder, that's emotion on steroids. So now it's even more of a stigma. So I really think changing the way we see emotion will eventually change the way we see mental illness. Mm. Well, speaking of that, you definitely link cutting edge scientific inquiry and scriptures 
ancient use of gardens to reveal what it means to truly, truly flourish. Can you share a bit about how you came across these ideas and how you linked them? Yeah, you know, it was a leap of faith in a way. I, in my very first neuroscience class, way back when I was a PhD student, uh, I saw my, a picture of a neuron for the first time and it looked just like a seedling, like a plant. And I was so yeah. struck by it that I thought, am I just going to let this go by as a coincidence or do I really believe in the God of my Sunday school stories? Because if I do, then God must have done this on purpose. What is he trying to teach us about our minds by having neurons look like plants? And I decided... What if I really just take a leap of faith here and believe that there's spiritual significance to this parallel? And so Mm -hmm. I went down the rabbit hole and found out it was significant. And even now, I always say science is catching up with scripture because in recent years, we are learning more and more about how much we are like plants. Down to the fact that plants actually communicate with each other through their roots by sending chemicals across the soil. Our neurons communicate with each other through their branches by sending chemicals between the spaces. And plants use some of the same chemicals, dopamine, serotonin. They are actually using in some of their communication patterns. And so you can chalk that up to what you want, but I chalk it up to a creator who left me very clear information, even though he knew we wouldn't see it until the 20th century. Yes. Here it is. And so if my neurons, what comprises my mind, is based on a plant, then where's the soil? The soil is the heart. You can't understand a plant without understanding where it's planted. It's called a plant, like it's defined by where it's planted. Mm. And so we love to talk about the mind, but if plants are meant to teach us about our mind, then we have to look at where the plant is planted. If we're going to be like trees planted by rivers of living water, if we are planted, we have to know. And the Bible tells us that the soil is the heart. And so that's why I started researching coming to understand emotions, because if our hearts are that valuable to God, that he would plant us in that emotion space, then mm. we might have this, we might have it wrong how we see emotion. We're not seeing emotion the way that God does. So we're not seeing emotions the way that God sees emotions. We're taught that having emotions is a bad thing. Yep. We're taught there's something we have to control, manage, repress separate. And that's just emotional pain because everybody's fine with feeling good. But the emotional pain, we have come to believe one, that it is a product of the mind. That is a product of thinking. But how can a plant create soil? How? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And so when Jesus told us the parable of the sower, Matthew chapter 13, he tells us the heart is the soil. The fruit is our behavior. The seed is the words that we believe. And we know from that neuron that the plant is the mind. And so anytime we're worried about where we're, what our thinking is doing, I always want to ask, how are you feeling? Because it is the emotional pain in our hearts that drives the thoughts that are painful. And then we try and wrestle with the thought instead of being honest about the feeling. Mm-hmm. And so if we work on healing our hearts, we can often quiet our mind. Come on. You posted something. I'm, I'm being present. But as you're speaking, it's making me go to your Instagram page as we speak to look up something you posted the other day. It was so beautiful. I actually went and looked up the artist because I was like, I want that piece of art. Uh, uh, when you said uh, your heart 
has was never meant to be a battlefield. Your heart is a garden. And the artist Sarah Alamas, I believe, I don't I know. Yeah, I think it's Sarai Alamas. She's an Italian Sarai. Artist. Oh, Sarai. Okay. So the heart, and then she has these beautiful flowers and the ventricles yeah. of the heart. But when you're talking about the heart in this sense, you're not actually talking about the thing that's beating in us. I'm talking about both. Because our biological heart is actually a part of our emotional experience. The creator yes. is amazing. So yeah, I am talking about our emotions and then also talking about our heart. Yeah, no, I know that. But um, when people, um, I just wanted information to be clear. Because uh-huh. listen, I'm just going to be honest. When you talk about the mind and the brain, those are two different things. So I didn't want no one gotcha. to get it twisted. Are you meaning... The heart that, yes, the heart, how, how can I articulate this? Um, the heart that's beating in you. Um, yes. Okay, yes, we get that because when you are anxious, your heart, you can have physical symptoms and your heart flutters. Mm-hmm. When you're in love, your heart yes. might skip a beat. When you're sad, maybe it slows down a little bit or you just it, feel that heavy. It can actually slow down a little bit and you do feel that heaviness and it can even change shape in a way. That can kill you. There's an actual medical condition called broken heart syndrome, Takotsubo syndrome, where the stress hormones rush to the heart under that kind of pressure and grief and change the shape of the heart. And it has known to cause heart attacks and kill people. But what you're saying is true when I, because I often make sure people understand the mind and the brain are not exactly the same thing. They overlap, but they're not the same. And it's the same thing with our hearts. Our hearts and our emotional lives are not exactly the same thing, but they are connected. Because our emotions begin in our body, in our autonomic nervous system, outside of our awareness. And then that system sends that information to our heart, like a router almost, and it sends the information to the brain. And so the heart is very much involved in communicating emotional information from your body to your brain. And so they are overlapped. Even in the book, you even tell us, it's reminded me of, we'd be trying to disconnect. Yes from the emotions and from, cause we don't, we don't want to feel that pain in the heart. We don't want to feel that. We don't want to feel that stomach turning. We don't want to feel that breath, you know, changing all the things that happens when we are in emotional pain. So we disconnect from that. And by doing that, we disconnect from our bodies. Mm. And that's so dangerous. It is so dangerous. so dangerous, but you are on a mission to help reverse the effects of that, especially trauma. Um, and so I'm thankful. I'm really excited for everybody to get, um, and I got to say it right. I, I missed a word. It is called the garden within where the war with your emotions ends and your most powerful life begins. Indeed. That's where it starts. <laughs> yes. Yes. I miss that word begins. And I'm, I'm really excited. Now I'm going to tease my listeners as your book helps us to resolve the battle between heart and mind once and for all. And you help to identify personal pain and trauma. I wish people would admit that, hey, it is trauma. And I always say respectfully, trauma isn't always blood and guts on the ground. Trauma could be how it made you feel when you saw your parents go to physical blows. How did that? Oh, for sure. You weren't able to get over that feeling. What's a tool you can share with us to start us in the right direction? When you talk about cultivate a unique inner garden. Yeah. So on where trauma is concerned, it's important for people to realize that trauma is an event that overwhelms your body, your nervous system's capacity to cope. 
it changes how your autonomic nervous system is working. It can put you in a state of hypervigilance, a fight or flight, unresolved stress responses. It's not yeah. in your mind. It's not even just a feeling that we make it sound like our minds create these feelings. It's a biological shift. Mm-hmm. And so that's why triggers are not something we do on purpose. These things are all happening outside of our conscious awareness and our conscious control. And so when it comes to cultivating your inner garden, that soil of your heart has been shaken like an earthquake. And so we want to begin to repair what has happened in our bodies. And we do that first and foremost by finding safe spaces for ourselves. And we started out talking about that. And the Mm -hmm. safest place I want there to be in your life is inside your body, where inside of you, you can cultivate peace. And that starts with making my body safe, breathing exercises, not spending time with toxic people who cause my nervous system's alarms to go off. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Uh, there are so many things because we don't trust our bodies. We've been taught not to trust them. I want you to start trusting your body. When your body says, hey, this isn't a safe place for me, you're like, well, maybe that's just my trauma. Well, maybe it is, but that don't mean you're wrong. Wait a minute. Now, Doesn't mean you're wrong. Does not mean you're wrong. And <laughs> that even means um, sometimes um, y'all, y- y'all have to get her because she she ain't telling you don't go to the family reunion. She ain't telling you not to have relationship with family members, but trust how you are made to feel, especially if you try to have a conversation with someone, you try to create a safe space and their response isn't so safe. Well, then mm-hmm. you you then have to say, you know what? I'm gonna. I have to almost love you from afar. Sometimes that's true. Is it just with black folks where we be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's family. That is your brother. You you gotta make it right. Uh, uh-uh, you that's your mother. She brought you in this world, and she can take you out. I think that uh, black folks definitely have a strong <laughs> emphasis on the family unit, right? And and many other people of color, and and that's beautiful about us. But sometimes we go a little too far. And demand that people suffer traumatic experiences as a result of genetic connection. And I am not required to be traumatized because we have a genetic connection. And so boundaries are required. But at the same time, I want to encourage people to do their trauma therapy work, especially when it comes to somatic practices, EMDR, somatic experiencing, because those things help to remove the residual effects of trauma from your nervous system. And I've done a lot of my own trauma work. You know, say I'm not just a I'm not just the president. I'm a I'm a member. Remember the hair club guy used to say yeah, I'm, not, right. I'm not just the president. I'm a member. I've done yes. my own trauma work. And over the years, as I engaged that work, when I would go home to visit family, I would have less physical responses to the space. There was a time where there was so much trauma from that space for me. When I would leave home from visiting, nothing bad might have happened, but my body still would feel tense. But there may come a time when you don't have the same reaction in their presence because of the trauma work that you're able to do. And so then you alter the boundaries as needed. You can move them closer or further as needed on your journey. So when you are doing the work, Mm-hmm. It is left up to you, but you are saying that it is possible that you, once you do the work, you can go into those spaces again and not feel those, I guess. And triggers. not have the same effect. Yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. This is not a life sentence. That's so good. Trauma is not a life sentence. 
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Dr. Anita Phillips is actually, she told me about EMDR towards the end of 2018. And I was okay with therapy, but there were certain techniques that I didn't know about or certain techniques that I was like, wait a minute, is this going to take me into a different spiritual realm? Is this going to be, you know, and um, there are times I've done EMDR and I felt like I could fly. There was a freedom that came. Because there were certain lies that I believed. And I will never forget having a awakening in a therapy session once saying, oh, my gosh, that was a lie. I, y'all, yeah. I, prom- I, I, I got up and I said, that was a lie. Y'all, I felt like I could fly. I felt like I could jump on, go in the building and have some wings. And I was like, OK, don't do that. Uh, you don't want to, <laughs> nah, don't, don't, you don't want to do that. Cause it's going to be a different type of ending. Don't do that. And then there are moments of EMDR, um, eye movement, resensitization. Eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. Yes. EMDR. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad we got the doctor in the building. <laughs> um, cause I said recent, it's decent. And there was a time I felt maybe low some regret or something. And then this one one session I had a couple months ago, Dr. Phillips, I let out a cry and a Mm. wail. I feel like it came from the pit of my belly, but where the umbilical cord used to be like. And I think therapists sometimes even feel like I cannot hug my client Mm. But my therapist came and consoled the little girl. Yes. Good for her. Good. Good for her. Because the little girl is who's traumatized and being able to get back there and let her let that cry out. Yes. Any chance I get you guys, I I thank Dr. Anita Phillips to her face on the phone or through text, um, because since then, that's a technique that I've used EMDR. It must be with a licensed practitioner who the safe, the space is safe because you might cry, you might laugh, you might get up and dance. I don't know what your response is going to be, but it must be with someone safe and someone licensed to do what you do. Um, You found a beautiful bridge to connecting church with therapy and you have shared your emotional pain is not mutually exclusive with your spiritual power. Jesus taught us that holding the pain doesn't make our faith stronger. It weakens us physically, mentally, and spiritually. Keep it real. That's what Jesus did. So the question is, how much as a culture do you feel that we as a culture have to unlearn holding in trauma? 100%. We have brought culture to church. The culture around us says emotion is bad. The mind is where your power is. Change the way you think, you'll change everything. But honey, it's heal the heart and you'll change everything. Jesus never held in a painful emotion. We see him crying. We see him mad. We see him afraid in the garden of Gethsemane, begging God for a break. I mean, Jesus never repented, which means no emotion is wrong. 
because Jesus never said sorry. Mm. And so I think we really need to pay close attention to that example and then look back and see that every time Jesus expressed a painful emotion through his words, through tears, through his body expressions, spiritual power showed up quickly after that. He cried at Lazarus' tomb and he raised them from the dead. He flipped tables at the temple with anger and then he healed people from diseases. He's crying in Gethsemane, begging God to let him off the hook. And then walks out of Gethsemane and says, I am he. And soldiers are knocked off their feet by the power of his voice. So every time Jesus allowed his emotional pain to flow out of him, spiritual power followed. And so there's a connection between my emotions and my spirit. And if we would stop trying not to break down, we might have more breakthroughs. Come on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Now, in this interview, you have vacillated between therapists and power and a powerhouse preacher y'all she preaches across this world um and and some recent sermons have been at the potter's house i want to know how has that been or as far as seeing churches people of faith embrace mental health being talked about in the pulpit um i'm not gonna start crying but i could it Mm. is Everything. Because my sister might be alive if if we had this. And I asked God to give me the chance to be a voice in this movement. And why he said yes, I don't know. But I'm so grateful that this is the message. These are the sermons. This is the book that my family needed. Yeah. And every other family can now have. It's not just about illness. It's about how to be well. It's about how to live your spiritual life in full power with your heart and your mind and your body. It's everything we were created to be. This is the definition of an abundant life. Come on. A fruitful garden. And yes. I'm so grateful to have been a part of this shift in the body of Christ. It means everything to me. Well, we certainly thank you so much for your yes. People don't understand the cost of saying yes. <laughs> you know, there is a cost. <laughs> yes, there is. There, there is a cost to living in purpose. Um, so I was, you know, thinking this morning, I don't know if I was having an out-of-body experience, a, a grad, I don't know what it was, but I was like, I am a living being walking and sharing and I think I was getting fearful of an of assignment Mm. but um so much breakthrough is attached to when we are walking in purpose and doing what God wants us to do and speaking of purpose and walking and talking and teaching you will be at the woman evolve conference this year Yes, I'm so excited. We're just ooh, September 14th or 16th. It's going to be incredible. We are excited. And the, the conference is kind of on the eve or the week of your book release. Mm-hmm. And we are so excited. I'm going to be there, honey. Oh, yay. Can't Bells ringing. Um, my older sister is going to come with oh. me. And I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. Y'all, please, please, please. The Garden Within. Yes, there are people who have inflicted pain on us. And I've heard the same over and over and over again. We are not responsible for that, but we are responsible for the healing part. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're not responsible for what happened to us, but we're responsible for healing. We Absolutely. are responsible. For no one's going to do it, but you, no one can do it for you, but you, you say your most powerful life begins. Y'all your most powerful life can begin when we do the hard work. Somebody said, choose your hard. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> choose your hard and choose it now. <laughs> do you want to live in healing or yes. continually in the fruit of dysfunction? That's hard. That's gotta be hard. I refuse. Yes. I I'm refuse. Mm-hmm. Well, sister, I'm excited. I'm excited. Y'all, the book, The Garden Within, where the war with your emotions ends in your most powerful life begins. You guys, I promise you, you want to get the book. There are just certain details I'm not sharing because I want y'all to read it. And y'all have been good about your pre-orders. You guys send us DMs or all kind of messages holding up your book saying you got the book because of checking in. You've got the book. So let it be that because of checking in, we are going to add to those numbers. She didn't ask me to say this, um, but this message has to be, um, this message has to get out there. Authentic, fruitful, and powerful. Dr. Phillips, thank you. Thank you for having me. Wasn't this powerful? Dr. Anita Phillips is a force. I hope you felt empowered. And we're so forceful with the healing topic because this is what she said off air. Sometimes you don't know how sick you've been until you get well. Sometimes you don't know how sick you've been until you get healed. And so I just encourage people, do the work of healing, cultivate an environment in your home and on your job of safety, cultivate an environment of healing, maybe plant good, soothing music, um, even what we put in our bodies, drinking more water, you know, watching the conversations that we have with people. Do people bring you life? Or do they bring you mess? Do people bring you life? Or do they bring just anxiety and foolishness and shenanigans? Yes, we love a good kiki. Now, I'm not saying not to kiki with your friends. But if the majority of the conversations are not life-giving, I don't know. I think check your surroundings. Check your surroundings. I want every listener of checking in to have amazing testimonies about their healing journeys. You know what I mean? And if you have never dealt with trauma, abuse, betrayal, neglect, abandonment, broken relationships, you probably won't understand. And that's okay. I love that testimony for you too. (laughs) You know, there are some people who can say, honestly, have had beautiful childhoods, parents who were able to love on you because of the love that maybe they received from their parents or the love that they get from God that continuously fills them up. And that's what I want for all of us. Maybe you didn't get the love from both of your parents growing up, but press into the one and only God who can fill you up with his love. Because once you get filled up with love, then that is what you will give to other people is love. All right. That's what God is. God is love. 
I'm so thankful for y'all. I'm so thankful for this journey um, with all of you guys. Again, make sure you get Dr. Anita Phillips's new book. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I got the pleasure of writing an endorsement for her book. And um, Sarah Jakes Roberts um, has done the foreword to her book. So I'm excited to be in good company. All right. Okay, everybody. I love you. Bye-bye. Checking In with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. 
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.